you're listening to On Our Radar with Louis Stokers. Bringing you the best emerging talent and independent artists from across the music scene. Tune in online via Android and ask Alexa to play Under the Radar music. Yes, guys, tonight on our radar, we have got Hilmari in the house. Now, Hilmari were recently announced for a gig in Liverpool hosted by Friday Night Live on October the 23rd. Hey, guys, how are you doing? Good, how are you? We're good. Are you looking forward to the gig in Liverpool? Very, very much so. Can't tell you. Just can't <laughs> wait to get out back and gigging again. And it's um, it's at Jimmy's as well, and it's so I've not been to the Liverpool Jimmy's yet, but I um, I've been to the Manchester one a few times. Have Have you played there before, or is it? Yeah, we've played there before. It's like it's a good venue, to be fair, isn't it, Strad? Yeah, it's really cool, actually. I don't know. Oh, you haven't been to obviously, as you just said, but it's like there's a there's a upstairs part, and then I think there's there's a an actually a first floor, which is um, a restaurant. But then if you go down into the basements, is where they do the gigs. So I think we've played there and I've seen a couple of bands there as well. And it's just one of those, you know, those great live venues that are in a basement somewhere and you just get like, you know, hot and sweaty. <laughs> the best Love reason. it. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, it feels like so long since we've been able to do that, but hopefully we're on the horizon and we're looking forward to the gig in October. Oh, definitely. So we've got two of you guys on the line tonight. How many of, how many of the band... How many of there are you in the band? Um, so yeah. currently there is three of us because we are looking for a drummer. <laughs> so oh, right. okay. So so this is like a job advert for any budding it drummers is. out there. Yes. We were hoping that you could help us with this. Okay, let's find Hilmari, <laughs> a new drummer, guys. Come on. <laughs> so, so, it's, so it's us two. Um, I'm guitarist, Katie's singer, and then we've got Joe on bass. Um, but yeah, if, if any drummers are out there, then, then feel free to, to message us because we're, we're on the lookout. Yes, yeah. well, I reckon the night this app goes out, we, our Twitter feed is going to illuminate. <laughs> 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 so your music's been compared to Fleetwood Mac and sort of like Touches of the Bangles. What inspired you mostly then for the, for the recent tunes? I don't really, just life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think we're quite inspired by Blondie as well, like very upbeat kind of songs, um, songs that people kind of kind of dance to and like, you know, might like know our words and can join in and just have a good time, basically. Just Blondie, little pop like, songs. <laughs> yes. Like Debbie Harry for me, she's like one of the ultimate front women of all time. Oh, I love her. She is. I've read her autobiography as well. She is absolutely crazy. Yeah, she's had some life. She, <laughs> Wasn't she a Playboy had. bunny at one point as well? She was, yeah. <laughs> she was. She's done it all. <laughs> well, we're going to hear one, and this is one of my favourite tunes from you guys, and it's called Liquid Gold. I love it. I want you to tell me a little bit about it, and then it's over to you to introduce it. Yeah, this is a song just basically about kind of like just enjoying enjoying yourself, like partying until the sun goes down and having a good time with your friends. And yeah, that's basically it. Feel good song. Feel good tune. Let's hear it now on in your ears music. This is Liquid Gold.
That's probably my favourite song, Liquid Gold. I think out of all the ones that we've. Yeah, it's mine. Absolutely, I love it. Yeah, I remember we wrote it. I don't know um, how much you know the background. We, well, we we write as a band, effect, effectively, and uh, Katie does does um, the majority of the, the lyrics, or all the lyrics basically, and I'll, I'll do most of the music. But um, because we're only a, a four piece, it all starts like relatively. I don't know what you, how would you describe it, like lo-fi in a, just a practice room, and then I'm messing around with the pedals. But then we actually went to record this in, you know, the Motor Museum off Lark Lane in Liverpool. Right. Um, we've had a few big bands in there, and we worked with a, a an engineer there, engineer there called Lowick, and we were just as we were writing the song, messing around with guitar pedals, messing around with production, and it just became this completely not completely different song, but it just went in a completely different direction to where we thought it was going but in a in a good way and we've ended up with this finished product which i think we're all all really happy with i love that so as a band then would you say that that happens quite a lot so you'll start like you say lo-fi maybe writing process or coming up with a demo and then as soon as you get in a studio do you just find that it really takes off and leads into another direction it's exactly that so yeah I'd probably just give you two two examples of that i mean when we wrote Lockbeat. Katie came with the lyrics and just started singing it and it was one of those where I'd start playing guitar and by the time she'd finished singing we'd already had you know the whole chord sequence there and the chorus and the structure of the song and that's you know relatively that's when it just happens relatively easily and then you know a, a second example our most recent single um, State of Mind just came out in Jan that was a really creative process where it did sound quite lo-fi initially when it was all four of us but then we went into the studio um the guitar solo is completely different to what it sounded like in all the demos and all the different recording katie's vocals in the bridge just all came out in the studio and uh, as you probably know when you get into the studio it's just all the surroundings can can change how you feel about the song and how you feel creatively and in a good way and all and all this and um yeah, all this good stuff comes out, basically. Yeah, so, I mean, as a music fan, I'm not in a band, but I can, you know, I can. when you sort of, like, look back in history and you hear the stories, you know, like Oasis at um, Rockfield, like Queen, you know, various, like, legendary recordings that have happened, you can sort of feel that, that a studio inspires you. And then recently, me and Dan, who does a podcast with me, we got to go down to a studio and interview a guy called Tino Kane from Manchester, and I totally get what you mean. Like, as soon as you go in there, and you see the soundboard for the, the mixing desk for the first time, and you just like all the vibes in the studio, like you can totally get it how a band just elevates in there and like different directions come from, you know, from uh, from from different ideas. Absolutely, it's crazy. It's just this kind of like intangible thing that comes come over you, really. Yeah, you just think of things that you just wouldn't think of in a rehearsal room. Um, mm. It helps that you've got if you've got a good engineer and um, producer who who's kind of like a third party, aren't they? And just and just casting a, casting a different ear over everything. And I think we were quite lucky working for Lovick. He was he was um, yeah, he was very inspirational, wasn't he? Like he just brought out the best in us. I think every time that we went in, it's just he's really good. And as a band, do you think you've got eclectic music taste, or do you all tend to veer in the same direction? Really, um, which which probably um, is a good thing. I'd say it depends because I could say you know I'm traditionally into the bands like you've just just mentioned there, but then again you'd listen to some something just 
completely different, like some grime from East London that may just make its way to a track, you know what I mean? Um, yes. That's all part of the fun, isn't it? Yeah, of course it is. So if you could go out for a drink then with anyone in the music industry, who would it be and what are you drinking? <laughs> oh, this is a tough one. Who would, I, <laughs> who would I want to go for a drink with? Oh, I'll have to think about this one. Well, you know what? I'd love to go for a drink with Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. <laughs> I know it sounds really bizarre, but like, I just think the way she writes her songs, or Stevie Nicks, actually, she would be incredible. Yes. Actually, yes. I've changed my mind. I've definitely seen you 100% because she she's just nuts. And what we're drinking, probably a full bottle of vodka with her. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. So question then. So Stevie Nicks, what's she from San Diego, probably lives in LA. Is the mm. night out in Liverpool or Los Angeles? Oh, well, Los Angeles. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I wish. Okay, let's hear another tune now. And this one's called Lockbeat. I want you to tell me a little bit about this and then, yeah, over to you guys again to introduce it. Uh, yeah, Lockbeat happened. I don't know, it just came to me. Like, <laughs> it sounds really cheesy. Um, it just, like, these words just came up in my head, like, just one day. And I was like, oh, I've got to write this down. Now I was really excited to, like, tell Strad about this. I was like oh, I've got this. And instantly, like, I just sent him it as a, like a message and he just produced the chords straight away. And it was like, oh yeah, this is, this is kind of cool, kind of rocky, kind of poppy um, sound down there. Let's hear it now then. This is Lock Beat. Woke up broken Can't seem to hide the lines under
Yeah, there's this uh, song lock fee was recorded in Crash Studios in Liverpool, which is a, um, or was rather, a famous practice room. There's loads of famous acts that um, practiced in there. But on the top floor, there was a recording studio, um, which we recorded this. Well, we called our whole first EP there, so it was five songs um, all together in, in only like three days or three and a half days. So it was a, it was a, um, a bit of a slog road to get everything done done that, that quick. But I think, I'm not too sure, I don't know if I'm laying a, a false claim here, but we may have been the last band to record anything in there before it closed down. Um, I haven't heard of anyone going in after us. So. Oh my God, how cool is that? So I don't suppose you know who the first was, do you? Because you say some legends have played there. Yeah, no, I don't, unfortunately. But um, there's loads of stuff online about it. It's a really cool, interesting place. So one day then, if they do a blue plaque to that building, Hilmari might be up in lights as the last band to have ever <laughs> recorded there, yes. <laughs> and that is proper old school, isn't it? Like three and a half days to do an EP, that's like taking it back to, say, like the Beatles in the 60s and stuff. Yeah, it was pretty hard going. <laughs> <laughs> I would recommend it, five songs in three days, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just managed. <laughs> So we know that you've got the gig coming up in October, which is Friday Night Live, promoted, of course, by our very own Mr. Dan Potter and Sam Shiner. Have you got any other gigs in the pipeline? Um, not going to yet, have we, uh, Katie? I think that was the first one we got booked in. But, uh, I'm sure there will be now that things are starting to open. We'll be getting um, a few more lined up. Good stuff. Well, we can't wait to see you. And talking about gigs, if you could go back in history... Anywhere, anyone, who would you go and watch? Queen. Queen, ooh. Ed, any, like, so Queen, maybe Nebworth or Live Aid? Live Aid, definitely. Live Aid, Queen, yes. I'm with you. What a gig. That would be a gig good one, wouldn't it? Oh, what was that um, club the Arctic Monkeys played in? Is it the Lead Mill in Sheffield? Oh, yeah, the Lead Mill, yes. Oh, Beneath the Boardwalk, is that one? <laughs> oh, I might to throw them. But just one of these like really dark and dingy basements, but just seeing, <laughs> seeing the Arctic Monkeys and one of them like around 2004, 2005. Oh my God, imagine, imagine. So I was in Sheffield probably about a year ago watching a gig and I wanted to go to the lead mill after the gig for, like you say, some dark, sweaty, indie vibes. And I turned <laughs> up and there's the bouncer around and he says, uh, oh, tonight it's Ortiz from JLS. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Not quite the same vibe. Not quite the same vibes going down now. But I also know that the Arctic Monkeys, probably around that time when they probably just released Bet You're Going on a Dance Floor, they played the cavern as well, you know. Yeah, they did, didn't they? About 05, yeah. If you go in the cavern, there's, um, there's a plaque up, a little picture up of them. Yeah, yeah. I think we've we seen that, yeah. Like the amazing. Yeah, well, guys, it's been ace having you on the show tonight. And to play us out, we've got a beautiful tune. It's called State of Mind. I'm going to let you tell us a little bit about it. And you know the drill. It's over to you to introduce it. Well, come on, Strad. You can introduce this one. (laughs) 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 Well, I was just just a bit fed up with... um, men at the time to be honest <laughs> I just kind of went 
you know what, these lyrics just kind of came out of nowhere. I think Strad actually had written a bit of a riff and it just worked around this, this particular song. And I just thought, yeah, there we go. <laughs> I think it's probably in terms of the writing process, slightly different to the other ones where the music was written before the lyrics. Yeah. There we go. So we're going to hear that now. And guys, Hilmare are playing Friday Night Live debut gig at Jimmy's on October the 23rd in Liverpool. You've got to get down there, get down the front, as the guys said before, for some hot, sweaty indie vibes in the house. <laughs> well, thank you, guys. Let's hear your tune now, State of Mind. Woo, give it up for Hilmare. What you're doing? Calling me up all night. Phone is blowing, I can't get my hands tied I guess we'll keep spinning this coin till the end, end. 